We're on the air. Back. Well, party's starting early today, isn't it? To more of Early Break with Sip and Jay. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It is time for the spillover. AD is with us. We got other special guests. Raf is out in uh, Alabama still, but we got Tom Massey with us. We got Jeff Essink is back as he was for the first hour. Gentlemen, I, I'll ask you first before we even talk about football. How's your How's your Thanksgiving hangovers today? Are, are you good? Oh, I feel great. I was in bed at nine o'clock. Oh, come on. Jeff. I mean, I'm refreshed. Different than AD's experience from Thanksgiving. Yeah, totally different. Well, AD could sleep in. I had to get up at four o'clock in the morning. So. But AD could sleep in, roll out of bed. <laughs> of course, he was texting me at midnight, yes. so <laughs> I knew he was up. I had to, you know, midnight. when you get into your when you get into your mid forties, like I am, you know, you have to go to the bathroom right in the middle of the night. So you know, I got up and had to go to the bathroom, and I had a text from AD. You know, so I knew he was up doing something. <laughs> Do we something. know that he went to bed? Actually, yeah, AD, can you, can you confirm you slept last night for a few? <laughs> I got a, what's well, up, look, Marky Mark? Mark's here. Yeah, I, I got a few hours in last you, night. You man. got enough to look festive today. And yes. you're, I mean, if you're not watching the stream, AD has got it going on. Uh, the, the Nebraska tie, the I red checkered shirt. Rarely wear this tie. It, it, it's it, it's it's Iowa. Yeah. The only and we we've heard all year. Raph will tease me sometimes. I mean, we'll, we'll get Raph on the Zoom later. Yep, we we'll will on the Zoom. Yep. I tease Raph always teases my K State. The only team that I cannot root for, I cannot stand, is Iowa. Iowa folks that are listening, I'm sorry. I appreciate you, but I just like I just can't get with Iowa. I can't do it. I can't I, see, do I it. have a worse view of them, which is I'm completely indifferent. Why is I, I mean, I think part of it is it's this old canard of, hey, once you win a national championship, then I will get bothered about Iowa-Nebraska, right? And they're losing their minds right now listening because they've beaten us Every seven, game, seven yeah. straight times. Yeah, since the the first Bush administration. It feels like. <laughs> Sadly, it feels that way. <laughs> I can't. I can't develop well, the uh, enmity for him. And I can tell you, Tom, living in Iowa for thirty eight years. Oh man, man, thirty eight years. If I brought yes. that up, I hear, "Well, do you need to dust them off? Like, quit living in the past." This is. I mean, I hear that so much. So. Yeah, yeah. I, if I bring up, when you, w- let me see your national titles. Yeah, it's just oh, that was twenty five years ago. Move Still on. Got I I know, I know, but that's what I deal with on a daily basis in my life. But so. it's sort of it's sort of like saying, hey, you know, I don't care about you guys because, or, or you know. You haven't had a hole in one yet. Well, I don't care if it's right. 25 years ago. Yeah, by, I still got right. one. By the way, by the way, my son called me yesterday. He was out at Wolf Creek outside of Vegas at. Got his first hole in one. Wow! Which one? Joe. No Joe got a hole. Joe Massey in one. got a hole in one. Hundred. Nice. Uh, let's see. One hundred sixty yards. Par three with a fifty to fifty-eight degree gap wedge. And nailed it. And I'm telling you, Iowa has never had a hole in one in football. That's what I'm saying right now. <laughs> well, now they allegedly had one from the Cedar Rapids Gazette newspaper in 1957. 
that they claim is a national championship. That sounds legit. Or to 51, me. 55. I don't know the exact year, right. but it is the Cedar Rapids Gazette poll that had them number one in the 50s. So I'll just leave that. But, you guys, both of, what, both of what you just said, okay. And we do got a caller. We're going to get Will on yep. here, too. Okay, hang on a second. We're going to get Will. What you just mentioned, Jeff, the 38 years of just misery you had when the folks were teasing you, and you brought it up, Matt, you said because they don't have a national championship, it's because they don't have one is why they piss me off so much because they act like they do have one. Like you mentioned, I don't care if it was 25 years ago, 10 years ago, 50 years ago. We still have natties in the trophy case. You don't. Not one. Well, do do and, they have a conference and, championship? And they, and they can't. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, I think Hayden Fry. Hayden they Fry would have. Big Ten titles. So yes. they have. Okay. Yeah. They've been there. So eons ago. Right. But, and which is fine, but they still have. Has Ference won a conference so, title? So Ference has won some co-championships. Okay. Like in right. 2002, they went to the Orange Bowl. Okay. They played USC. They were co-Big Ten champions. Um, they also, there was a year that they, um, when they went to, they played Georgia Tech in the Orange Bowl, they were co-champions. So there were a couple years that they were co-Big Ten champions before Nebraska joined the Big Ten. So yes, he does have a couple co Big Ten championships under his under his resume. But yes. not a single national championship to be seen. We well, have. not according to the Cedar Rapids. Yeah, the yeah. there you go. Batch <laughs> Gazette. Uh, we got we got a phone call. There's there's a game today. Nebraska plays Iowa three o'clock, yeah. uh, and then we'll have news at some point in the next days, couple days regarding the head coach situation. Yes. But there's there's someone who wants to call about Mickey Joseph. Will you're on early break. The spillover. Go ahead. What's on your mind, Will? Hey, I just had a question about Mickey. Okay. Um, I don't. I don't have any problems with Mickey. I think he's a hard worker. He's he's a good coach, a good recruiter. But my problem is with Mickey. Is okay. He didn't inherit. I mean, he did inherit all the problems that Scott Frost, um, you know, did before him. So I don't blame him for that. But his only two wins were against Indiana. And Rutgers, and we stole that game against Rutgers. Rutgers should have won that game. Um, why is everyone giving Nikki Joseph a free pass and saying that, yeah, he probably should be Nebraska's head coach or, you know, um, all that stuff? And I know he's probably not going to be the head, next head coach, but why is everyone – I mean, I can understand that Nikki Joseph won four or five games. But he won two games, and one of them we sold, basically. Thanks, Will. I'll answer that. I mean, in terms of, of why people are, are optimistic about Mickey. Again, there's a lot of people that, that say Mickey's not ready for the job, and so that's it's not everybody. There's there's a, a big divide in terms of who wants Mickey yeah. as the head coach and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. But regarding the wins and losses, I mean, it was unfair for Mickey Joseph. to He can't change the roster midseason. He cannot go in there and just say, you know what, Magically play better. Mm -hmm. He can he can change the ways he, he speaks to the team and the, and you know, he changed Bill Bush from special teams to defensive coordinator. Like that was a good move. Mm -hmm. But you can't just upgrade your talent mid season. Right. You you mm -hmm. have what you have. You can't control the injuries to Casey Thompson mm -hmm. and, and realize that you're you're struggling for depth behind that for the current offense you run. So I I know that you know ideally yeah if you want to make it easy to hire Mickey you want four or five wins. It's just that, that was going to be hard no matter what. With, with the situation that was left by Scott Frost, right? 
what you're saying, and Will, we appreciate the call, brother. You know, and there's fair assessments what you just brought up, and I'm just going to just echo with uh, what Jake said. I mean, you can't flip your roster midseason. Can't. And I think that one a great one of the great callers about making what he mentioned. He goes, he's never said these aren't my guys, these aren't my kids. These he look, I look at these guys like my sons, and I know firsthand from talking some uh, to the few of the players uh, that they they would want Mickey as their coach. They mentioned that, but. I'm going to say this, though. I would like that. I've mentioned that a number of times. But I'm going to support who they bring in. I, I'm, I've supported every coach they yep. brought in. I've been pissed off at times, thrilled at times, <laughs> the whole thing. But the end is bigger, bigger than any name that's going to be out there. So, we'll, you know, like I said, you have legitimate uh, – everyone that listens to the show, everybody has their choice. And I, I, I agree with that. All of our choice may not be the same. Um, however, though, to your point, Jake, what, what he had to inherit, what he dealt with, what he's had to do de- in dealing with steel yep. – you can't change habits in eight games. No. In fact, here's the reality. It's going to be hard in a year to change what's happening because you still have certain guys that are on your roster. And those kids, it's not like a lack of effort. You know, it's just you have what you have. If I only got, perfect example, yesterday in Thanksgiving, if I only got so many things to work with and cook with, that's what you're getting for dinner. And I can do the best that I can to spice it up, et cetera, but those are my main ingredients. And I think uh, uh, Mickey and the guys that are down there now have done the best they can with the well, ingredients they have. AD, I think the habits have changed for the better. Yes, like, they have. You don't see us getting 10 penalties a game. Right. You don't see us committing the critical holding penalty mm-hmm. on the final drive where we just get a first down and there's there's just a stupid penalty or a fluky play where we just mess up. Right. right. I think now, like, you know, we might just not have the horses to get it done in the fourth right. quarter. Absolutely. But we're not making the the dumb mistake that we've seen for four years. Absolutely. So I think the habits are getting better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're just not translating into wins at the very end, but right. they are getting better. Like like even the Wisconsin game, it wasn't a dumb mistake. Right. There wasn't a, a block punt or a right. terrible pick. It was right. just they, they didn't they couldn't score Schematics. at the very end. Right. Yep. Right. One thing I noticed too is this year, uh, last year we were heavily penalized, as everyone mm-hmm. remembers, yes. and this year we're, we've gotten to I think like 38 out of 131 teams. Yeah, and that's all about getting the kids to focus, locking them down, right. remembering snap counts, being, uh, being more disciplined, and that that really is attributable to him and and probably yeah. Bush. Absolutely, as well. and you're not playing Rick Ross during practice, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? No mm. disrespect on Rick Ross, but it's like, are we practicing or are we at a dance club? Yeah, <laughs> they're having fun. Let's get another phone call. We got Chris. Chris, you're up next on the spillover. Go ahead, man. Uh, uh, yeah, hey, Mickey knew what he was signing up for. This is no surprise. Everybody said it's unfair. This is what he signed up for. Trev told him, you know, hey, you're going to be the head coach probably sometime. Um, and so it's no surprise. It's not unfair. And the offense has been horrific since he, he took. Nope, I think we lost Chris. Uh he was saying the office was, has been bad since Mickey took over. Again, that's a lot of that's because you had an injury at quarterback. You still have off. You, you still have issues at offensive line that we all know about that have not been resolved. They can't be resolved midseason. They made they the made some is. changes, but then mm-hmm. you had injuries there too. So again, is that is that all Mickey's fault? It's just and he and he probably wasn't really allowed to make a decision on the offensive coordinator either because that that guy you know Mark Whipple made a lot of money to come here you can't mm-hmm. you can't fire him after four games because he doesn't fit your 
mantra. Absolutely. Nor can you, you can change the it. offense midseason. You can't. Everyone says, hey, you know, I, look, I'm one of them. Like, can't, why can't we run more counters? Or why can't we run trap game? Why can't we do dual? Mm-hmm. Well, they haven't practiced it. Right? <laughs> yeah. you don't, in college, you don't just change your offense after, nope. you know, three games. Right. Well, and who's way. to say the offense wouldn't look like this if Frost was still the head coach? I mean, Absolutely. the, two, yeah, probably the two games that they scored a lot of points were against Northwestern, who's 1-10, in 10, yep. and Georgia Southern, who has no defense. Right. right? Like. We struggled in our second game against North Dakota or South Dakota, North Dakota, whoever we North played Dakota. way back yeah. then. Yeah. We struggled yeah. to score then. So who's saying it wouldn't look the same? Right. Right. That, that, that offense, it is what it is yeah. right now. It's reality. Go back to the phones. we got Tucker. Tucker, you're on the spillover. Go ahead. Hey, what's up, man? What's going on, Tucker? Thanks for calling in. Uh, not, not too much, man. Hey, you know, I just want to say, you know, if we're going to go for the gold, then we need to reach for the gold. And, um, you know, I don't know why everybody's in such an uproar about Urban Meyer, but I think these other coaches that are in line are good coaches. But my grandma always told me you can't get eggs by stabbing the the pot pie. (laughs) You know, we we keep reaching for these things that are not going to come to fruition. They're, They're just not. We need the best. Hire the best. And go from there. And if we don't, we're right back to Scott Frost, right back to Riley. It's it's just going to be a repetitive madness. And after all, the word fanatic, if you look at the last part of that word, it says addict. <laughs> Nebraska, fa- Nebraska fans are missing the dopamine. Oh, boy. We're not getting them 60, 70, 80-yard runs from our backs anymore. And and that's the juice, man. And the people play off that. They want that. And so, you know, like with any addict, man, you give them bad dope, <laughs> they're they're not very happy. So that's the state of the wow. mentality of the fan base. They want they want results. And uh I just think we're taking too big of a risk and a chance. So that's all I have to say about that, brother. Love your show, man. Um, you know, and um, I just really hope they keep Mickey too. All right, thanks for the call, Tucker. You can't, Tucker's got to call back you can't in more get often, man. Eggs by stabbing a pot pie is that the grandma say? I've never heard that one before. Well, the attic and fanatic. I'm like, I've never heard that. Tucker, you got to call in more of a man. Yeah, I mean, it was the first opium reference I've heard on the show. <laughs> yeah, hey, there's the first time for everything, right? right? I loved it. That's awesome. Thanks, uh, Tucker. Another phone call. We've got Rush. Rush, you're on the spillover. Go ahead. Hey, thank you. Um, you just got to burn it down. You got to take it to the ground. <laughs> what does that look like to you, Rush? Dead serious. Um, my father played there in 1950. He was an All-American. I have gone through the Glassford area, um, Jennings, Devaney, Osborne, and let me tell you, it is so messed up down there right now. You just got to take it to the ground and start rebuilding. Okay. Thank you, Rush. Appreciate that. That is, uh, that's a sentiment. Uh, Rush is extreme right now. Yeah. yeah. He's, you, not, he's but not you alone hear that out there. there. He said, burn it to the ground. <laughs> it reminds me when he just mentioned that. You remember the movie uh, Troy? Yeah. Remember that guy come? They actually, they actually uh, get into Troy, mm-hmm. and he goes, "Burn it, yes. burn it, burn Troy to the ground." Yes. <laughs> In the Trojan horse, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So we, we want to. Wow, wonderful. Oh man, 
Eric A4 says, AD reminded me of how my grandpa used to dress on a Husker Grant game day. Well, that's <laughs> good. Hey, you're, you're festive. Yeah, and then he goes, what in the holy hell is happening right now? No kidding. Uh, great, great phone call. Thank you for everybody who called in. I, yeah, I, this Hus- will be the case. The fans are in a great mood today. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's 8 uh, o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah. 8, 8 o'clock. Yeah, we're after, ready. After Thanksgiving. Oh, ready. Is, we're talking ready. about opium. We're talking about arson. <laughs> oh, dear goodness. All right, fellas, I'm going to pass it off to you guys for the drive. Oh, uh, the drive is next. See you. <laughs>